welcome to episode number 78 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. Today we're going to be jumping into a bit more of Halluva Boss, and yes, I know the way I say it drives Rick mad. Only a little bit. <laughs> Um, but yes, before we can get into that, uh, fans and lovers of the podcast, oh, we don't have any lovers of the podcast, um, probably know already, but for those of you who are new, just let us explain, before we jump into the review, what we like to do is we like to briefly touch upon what we've done uh, during the week, as well as stories in the wide, wide world. Today's a bit different in that we've got technically two weeks to cover, but we're also very sedentary people, and therefore probably doesn't affect us that much. So, with that in mind, Rick, how have your weeks been, buddy? Well, on a personal note, I've done very little, apart from the fact that I've finally gotten my folks up to Hexside in uh, in watching the Owl House with them, and yeah, I can I can now say with certainty that it's very definitely a show that you can watch with family, <laughs> like as if we didn't know that already. I'm uh, I'm I'm very I, I really want to see what their reaction is to Grum Grum Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know so far my mom's favorite character is Loose, but her second favorite is Hootie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Hootie in small bursts, and he's usually in small bursts. But sometimes he reminds you why he's a prick. Yup, yup, yup. <laughs> like even the ca- even the episode where he does the most, he gets on your nerves because of how much of a prick he is. Even though he does everything correctly in that episode, <laughs> against his will. I do want to uh, one day be a player in D and D again and play a warlock whose patron is Hootie. <laughs> I want my Hoot, Hoot. I, I, yeah. I want my Eldritch Blast to just be Hootie shooting out of my hands. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's one thing, like, I, I never actually... I never understood why Ida's fight with Lilith has Hooties appearing out of nowhere when she has other better magic, but I guess it's uh, something non-lethal that they can do. Just a, just a reminder for everybody, Hootie is top-tier OP. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he fucking took out the Emperor Coven like nothing, and then the horrifying scene of him forcing them to have a tea party with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, forcing the corpses to have a tea party. They weren't corpses, <laughs> they weren't dead. One of them tried to run away. Yep. <laughs> um, but out in the world, Tower of Fantasy released. Yes, the so-called dreaded Genshin killer, which I fucking doubt. Okay, so here's the thing. Very much riding the Genshin coattails, right down to having the same UI, font, uh, character model design, and just generally having elemental interactions. The Where it differs is instead of rolling for characters and having them in your party, you roll for weapons, and if you get one that was wielded by a character, you get a copy of that character to use as a skin. So you're always your character wielding the weapons that you've rolled for. Okay, that's Just, uh, that's a, definitely a distinction. Yeah, and um, as far as I'm aware, you've got a roster of three at once rather than a party of four. Um, so you're always going to have gaps in your lineup as well. Obviously you're doing Genshin as well, but it's less glaring when you've got more than half of the uh, element table. I mean, I got, I got a review in Genshin when I played. It was just Yanfei Gobur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just ha- have like a couple of go-to elemental reactions usually helped on by the fact that some of them happen in the world as well. Like, if you can't find fire in the world, you're not looking hard enough half the time. Or it's raining. <laughs> um, but I've played it for a little bit. Um, the fact that you get a jetpack and a cyberbike are both positive things for me. I think they're both cool. Um, and this is ahead of Genshin's actual space Genshin, which is um, Honkin, Honkin Star Ra- Honkai Star Rail. Isn't that a f- didn't that already exist, or am I mad? You can sign up for the beta. Honkai Impact is already out. Right, the names are so similar, man. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of the characters in Honkai Impact are referenced in Genshin. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure pretty much all of the characters in Genshin are just straight up model rails. 
grips. More or less. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Reuse your fucking assets, but make it a bit more subtle. Yep. <laughs> I just want to loop back very quickly to why I scoff and roll my eyes at the term Genshin Killer. Because you and I, Rick, well, we're both over the age of 30. Uh, we've seen a lot of video games, a lot of popular video games. Um, like, uh, I can't think of a specific example off, my top of the head, off the top of my head, but how many times did you hear something like, oh, this new game's coming out, it's going to be the Halo Killer, and it never fucking was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big one is the Warcraft Killer. Every time there's a new MMO, oh, it's the Warcraft Killer, and turns out there's only two things that have managed to do that. One of those is 14, the other one is Warcraft itself. I was going to say that I think the big reason why Warcraft has suffered is because uh, it wasn't even Warcraft, it was just Blizzard being shit. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like, I, I will not put any personal blame on the Warcraft dev team, however, um, I'm also not personally familiar if there are some allegations against higher-ups on the, specifically the Warcraft side. Fine, fuck them. But, um, you know, definitely the company being a toxic hellhole in general. But yeah, uh, other than that, there's been a Papa John's opened in the village, and it turns out that their existence is a hotly debated topic in our group of friends, and we started a fucking civil war. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that bad, it's just... <laughs> it's because... Right, okay, let's lay out the cards right here, right now. Uh, he's not been on the podcast before, um, but he might be in the future. But one of our friends um, has this habit of... He will pick the most inflammatory stance to take and then take it. Yeah. This yeah, is a thing yeah, he has yeah, been yeah. known to do. Um, that being said, we have another friend who um, who takes umbrage with this fact alone. So most of the arguing was between the two of them, and it wasn't even about Papa John's being good. It was more about, why do you do this? You know why he does this. <laughs> but yeah, the actual meat of the, the pizza argument were, Papa John's gave me food poisoning, and the, the local one doesn't, versus exactly the opposite stance of the local one gave me food poisoning and Papa John's doesn't. It wasn't even a local one on on that side because it was Fire Away, which is a national chain. Is it? Okay. Yeah, there's there's plenty. Like there's one near me as well. I, I mean, didn't know this. But if it's not a national chain, it's 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 been endorsed by Gordon fucking Ramsay. Like it's not a little local nothing shop. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. The last thing that happened is She-Hulk started this week, and the fun little thing that happened in the house is my mom says, "Oh, who's that?" And I says, "It's uh, it's the Hulk's cousin." And she goes, "Is she black?" And I says, "She's green, you dickhead." <laughs> Okay, that's a conversation. What? How? <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Jennifer Walters does her greenness, and she looks good in it, and I rate the first episode pretty much in the middle of MCU series so far. Just on the first episode. Other people think other ways. I'll just say this right now. MCU first episodes have always been shit. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier had a pretty strong one. But that was instant action, because they were familiar characters. Oh yeah, yeah. So that and Hawkeye is another pretty good... Well, I think Hawkeye is the best one start to finish. I prefer Moon Knight, but fair enough. Sure. I think Moon Knight had a weak first episode, but the rest of it was pretty good. I think perhaps out of context and with just that, it was a weak first episode, but going in knowing anything about the character, I think it was a pretty strong fucking start. Sure. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me and my week. How about you? How have you been? Alrighty, that's, uh, I've got a big old list for us to go through, which is always fun, isn't it, Rick? Yeah. I, I can hear you mentally cracking your knuckles for this. Uh, you should, yeah, I, was, I picked up my phone. Let's have a butchers. Come on. <laughs> Alright, on a personal level, I caved and bought the Assassin's Creed DLC. Okay, okay. I uh, I haven't bought the new Ragnarok DLC because that's thirty five quid, so it can fuck off. Oh, that's a full game. Yeah, I bought the uh, Wrath of Druids and the Siege of Paris DLC, which is fourteen quid for both. I have okay. completely made Ireland my bitch. Uh, I've done everything I can except for beat the super secret hard boss known as Balor. Okay, okay. You may be wondering, hey, why haven't you beaten this secret super secret hard boss Balor? Because it's fucking bugged. Oh, okay. I okay. Balor's meant to be an invincible demon of Irish folklore. 
folklore. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly having fought gods from other pantheons, which is very fitting for this game's themes. And, well, I beat him. I beat his health bar. I'm a pretty high item level because I've beaten the base... Not item level, but power level because of because um, I've beaten the base game. I'm pushing 400. This guy's power level is like 500-something, which means if he hits you, you feel it. Um, yep, 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 yep. And I, anyone who did this at, like, power level 55, I weep for because it must have been a hell of a tougher fight. And I got him down to 0 HP, and I did the big stun finisher, and, oh, it just stops the animation halfway through, and now Baloy is actually invincible and I can't do fuck all. Uh, I'm, ah. I'm going to make sure this isn't a gameplay mechanic. Oh, it's a big old fucking bug. Some people just can't yep. beat Balor. Uh, it's mm-hmm, not tied mm-hmm. to any achievements but if you want the mythical spear gay ball you'll, uh, yeah, you can't fucking get it if, the, if your boss fight bugs out. I hope Ubisoft fix it because I want that spear because it's cool. Man, I remember the first time I read gay ball um, I didn't know that it was a mythical spear. I thought it was just a bunch of letters and syllables that they put into a game and me and my friends kept calling it the gay bloke spear. Funnily enough like it's a fire emblem weapon as well but they made it a sword in that for some fucking reason. Yeah, that is weird because there's Kalan Bolg, which is another Bolg sword, and, you know, more well-known, but oh well. Fire Emblem, why you dumb? Um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much the bulk of what I've been doing. Um, I've, I've started a few series, but I've, I've not gotten d- deep into them, so we'll leave that for another day. On to the wide, wide world. Rick, I'm so fucking bothered because this film slipped under my radar. Oh? Uh, Prey came out. Okay. Which is a Predator movie. Oh! I fucking love Predator. This should have been on my radar. I didn't know there was a Predator movie coming out at all. It's on Disney+. Plus. Well now. Yeah, I know. Anyway, the only reason this came up on my radar is because a bunch of people are bitching about it because a native American woman kills a predator. That's a spoiler for the movie. I don't care. Um, and uh, people are bitching about it. Can you guess why? Um, is it because of strong female character? I'm I'm guessing that's the thing. A lot of people are trying to sugarcoat it by going, "Well, no, the thing we take umbrage with umbrage is my favorite word at the moment is um is that we have a technologically inferior human beating a technical savvy big dick OG predator." And it's like, "Bitch, have you read the comics?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't seem to have the problem with Arnie. Doing it well, Arnie had guns, and I think that's the big thing they have, uh, you know, issue with. But um, like, I remember one of my favourite comics from Predator was about twelve pages long, and mm. it was an old as fuck African tribesman with a gnarly scar across one of his eyes, and it, his shield was a goddamn Predator um, mask. Okay, and he sees a shooting sc- star in the sky, and he fucking suits up. He fucking grabs his spear, <laughs> he grabs his fucking shield made of this made of this Predator fucking helmet, and he just looks up at the sky and goes ah fuck not again um but this <laughs> but you know it's always been a theme in the comics of let's take legendary warrior from x time period and put it against the predator yeah fair enough fair enough it's a cool concept i really want to watch this film even though i know the ending and i know the plot fair enough i've never seen any predator films apart from alien versus predator which isn't really a predator film it really ain't uh no. <laughs> i think alien versus predator one was a fun film was it a good film probably not but it was fun it very yep. much capitalizes on the Nostalgia for both Alien and Predator, though. Yeah, and it was released a few years after the Alien vs. Predator game. Well, two of them, actually. One of them was on, like, a console that nobody played. Uh, and then they released a PC version, which may have been a different game. But, like, the whole idea was there was you could play as an alien, a Predator, or a Marine. And if you're a Marine, your only benefit was there were lots of you. Are you talking about the real-time strategy? Um, I don't know. Because real- I don't know whether it was... The real-time strategy came out before, but the shooter and the third-person... Oh, third, first-person shit came out quite a bit after. Yeah, because I'm thinking about... I, th- I believe 
believe it was a shooter back in the day, like in like '98 or whatever. I think that was just Alien. There was a there, okay. there was so many Doom games that were just Alien. Yeah, like yeah. it was like <laughs> let's take this fucking engine, reskin it, and those games were fucking hard. <laughs> Man, it's it's so easy to make a Doom clone from the Doom engine because they run on a potato. Um, the, the one that I will always point at as a, a triumph is Sonic Robo Blast Two, technically a Doom game, has been in development. I think you told me it's been in development since like 1999 or something. Yes, and yeah, it's always good. They recently uh, added Knuckles. Yeah, <laughs> only recently. <laughs> So let's get through these actual news stories as opposed to me bitching about incels. Um, yeah, let's shall. Rick, you and I live in the UK. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we did not record the podcast last week because it was, as I quote, and, and I quote, hot as balls. Yeah, so here's the thing. The, the reason I've not done much is because it was fucking warm. <laughs> yeah, it, it reached like 35 degrees on our recording day and both Rick and I went, fuck that. Um, yep. Because we have to have our windows closed and our fans off and yeah, mm-hmm. not a fun time for anyone. Anyway, uh, as a result of this, the UK has officially suffered from a drought. Yeah. Meanwhile, I pass this cricket club on my way to work every fucking day, and their green is green as green. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I want to take a fucking shit on it, (laughs) because you selfish pricks want to play a fucking game. Yeah, take the two dogs, and if neither of them fancy a shit, you can have your own. (laughs) But, like, for real, man, how fucking selfish have you got to be? Yeah. I see the sprinklers on! Cricket clubs... Uh, golf clubs. Golf clubs are massively bitches about it because they're, they're normally em- enormous. I will give the cricket club a little bit uh, cricket club. Uh, cricket club a little bit of credit in that they only watered the centre bit where the runners have to run. But still, fuck you. Right, yeah, a bit. More than a bit. Um, and yeah, the, the other ones that uses water around here are car washes. And all of them around here use reclaimed water rather than, you know, mains water. Oh, that's fine. Um, which is fine. And like, if you can do that for your, uh, for your garden or whatever you're trying to water great but a lot of the time you can't because the reason it's reclaimed is because it's already washed something and it's already got some shit in it that you can't you know feed to plants well uh rick in the case of my home we have a water butt a water butt yeah you know what that is don't you i've never used one but you know what it is no not really it's a it's basically a mini water tower in your back garden made of plastic and it's got a massive hole in the top of it and it fills with water when it rains and you're meant to use that to water your garden okay so you're not using any mains water you just you, there's a little tap at the bottom of this water butt and you just unscrew well I don't need to un- uh, explain a tap to you uh- <laughs> yeah 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 like that sounds really useful I don't know why they're not a thing around the country I think they're very common in the south yeah I can guess so like you can tell by having a look like anybody listening right now just look on google maps at Britain yeah the north is still relatively green yeah it's uh, it's a different colour to what it was last year <laughs> Oh boy. Uh, but yeah, um, in slightly more depressing news, Freya the Walrus mm-hmm. got killed. Oh. And it's all our fault. Is it? Oh no. Well, climate change is the reason why it was sort of hanging around people, and then people decided, oh, there's a fucking Walrus. You don't see that every day. Granted, this was in Norway, but still. And uh, it was sort of chilling on, like, docks and shit. And uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of humans were pestering it, as humans do, like, taking photos and being like, and the government was like, okay, if this does not stop, this Walrus is going to hurt someone, which is probably true. However, what I do not agree with is killing the creature before it does something. Yeah, preemptively killing a killing a wild animal is not the right thing to do, I don't think. Yeah, well, essentially they were like, yeah, the risk to human humans is too great, so we're going to euthanize it and we stand by our decision, which I think is scummy. I also think like, hey, if you what the the age-old adage of fuck around and find out. Mm. I think if you go up and pester a walrus and then lose an arm or your life, uh that's on you. Yeah. If you get gored by something bigger than you that's like made of muscle, yeah, you're a fool. Like unless it's like a small 
child, but at the same time, if you're a parent and you let your small child go up to a walrus, you're a fucking idiot. Yep. Game of Thrones' uh, prequel series, House of the Dragon, is coming. Okay. I don't know if it's out yet, but fucking George R. R. Martin did his not a blog post as he as he likes to do. Yeah. He was like, oh, good news, everyone. I might finish one character's story out of about fucking nine point of view characters that he's got going. Man, the, the worst thing is the the edit the addition of the word might. I might finish it. Yeah, it's one of those things <laughs> where this post was entirely made to help promote House of the Dragon, but he decided to try and like trick people into thinking, "Nah, the book's coming, guys." And it's like George R. R. Martin has lost all respect I ever had for him. Like, I understand why he's salty at fans because people were not happy with how the show ended. People aren't happy with how long it's taken him to write the books, and yeah, it will get on your nerves. I have no doubt. However, bear in mind you're in the fucking position you are in because people like your work and you're not continuing it mm. anyway I digress fuck you George I'm not watching House of the Dragon um, mostly because I refuse to pay for it <laughs> yeah isn't it on um... it's on Now TV over here but HBO in the in the states okie dokie dokie I know this because Now TV sent me an email saying hey House of the Dragon's coming soon why don't you resub and I said fuck you <laughs> in uh, other author related news Salmon Rushdie what the fuck Yes, he got the stab, didn't he? Yeah, a uh, bit of good news since this story broke out, because it's been two weeks, more or less, since it happened. Uh, he has since been taken off of uh, his medical machines, in the good sense, not the bad sense. Yeah, he's no longer critical. Which is impressive, because the motherfucker's 75. Yeah. Salman Rushdie is a very weird figure in that, until this happened, I didn't know who he was, but I'd heard his name before. Yeah, i heard his name, I knew he was the one responsible for the Satanic Verses. Um, I have never read the Satanic Verses. Uh- <laughs> oh, have you seen how that book has shot up the fucking charts. I haven't, but I can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the motherfucker who did it pleaded not guilty despite being caught in HD. So I don't know how the fuck that trial's gonna go. Yeah, uh, me either. It's one of those, like, when you get caught with doing a crime like that, like, your only chance to not get immediately put in prison is to say not guilty and then escape. Yeah, it's not gonna happen, though. No. His face is everywhere. <laughs> right, this expression, let's move on. I don't know if you've seen this video, Rick, and I don't know why it exists, but some robotic people have decided, fuck it, let's improved the snake <laughs> yes yes <laughs> i don't know what the purpose is of this i don't know the practical applications but they've made a giant tube robot with legs a snake crawled in it and now the snake has legs yeah <laughs> i'm not doing an oh, adequate I... way of describing how this machine works but fucking look up the video of snake with robot legs it's yeah it's impressive as fuck but i don't know why they've done it my favorite comment on this is why have you undone god's punishment <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, what is the purpose of this? To show they can do it, I guess, but... Because they were so focused on whether they can, they never tried to think of whether or not they should. But but I have seriously been watching this, uh, I've watched it over and over again because it's fascinating, because the snake doesn't understand what the fuck's going on. That is very clear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, I'm moving, but I'm not. What the fuck? But anyway, I'm, usually the end goal of this type of thing is, how does this help humanity? And I just cannot see from any angle how this will help. Well, I guess if you could, if you put a pillow man in the mech, then that, that, okay. that gives him arms okay. and legs. Okay, okay. How many people are affected by that? I think two. <laughs> and, like, no uh, word of a lie, you mentioned the word pillow man. That is a very famous uh, figure. That motherfucker yeah. could roll cigarettes and do all sorts of shit. So I don't know if it'd actually be that useful for them. Um, It also depends on how much they monetize being a pillow man. I gotta... Right, okay. You'd have to be in a third world country in order to monetize it. Let's be real. Yeah, like P.T. Barnum's America in the... <laughs> yeah, well, in the 1910s or case whatever. in point, that's who Pillow Man performed for. Yeah, that yeah, That motherfucker totally, totally. had like seven kids. Yeah, yeah. Like he he was perfectly functional. Yeah, he had a, he had a torso, a head, and a knob. It was essentially, um, I, I believe the exact words were, he put on. It was a show when when he was the Pillow 
man. It was a show. He made it look like he couldn't do fuck all. And then here he is having seven kids and rolling cigarettes. Yep, yep, yep. And also, uh, thanks to Carl Pilkington for pointing out the pillow man to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was it? He had a giant book of, um, well, I won't sugarcoat it, freaks. Yeah, he, he loves his freaks. Pillow man, elephant man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you can how you can enjoy elephant man, because that dude's tr- story is so goddamn tragic. Oh, yeah, it is. Those like... motherfuckers put him in a workhouse. Mm. And they were like, you are, not, you are not disabled enough to not work. And it's like, what? Look at him. Yeah, like, bone causes pain, and that's not disabled enough. Uh, did you <sighs> did you hear the story of how he died? Because that's that's the most tragic. I've not heard that one, no. Right, okay. So he did have a relatively decent, and I say relatively decent because his life up until that point was abysmal, um, end-of-life end of care where he was in a hospital and he didn't have to pay because uh, the doctor did a rip-round, more or less. I'm oversimplifying it. I know that's not the exact scenario. Um, sure. And the case of the elephant man was he couldn't actually sleep lying down because of his deformity. Mm-hmm. And um, he had to sleep uh, sitting up. And how he died was he died of a broken neck and or asphyxiation. They could never determine which one came first, essentially. And uh, the reason he died from that is because he tried sleeping lying down because he wanted to see what it was like. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? How fucked. That's real sad. Yeah. Like, my initial assumption would have been that, like, one of his bone deformities, like, pierced his heart or lung or something, but that's even worse. Uh, yeah, like, and again, okay, that is just a theory, by the way, but the doctor can't think of any other reason why he would lie down, try lying down to sleep. Because yep. he knew because yep. he knew he couldn't. Mm. But yeah, um, on that sad fucking note, Warner Brothers, have you heard this story? Uh, depends which story. They just axed a bunch of cartoons and are gutting their animation department. I, I knew that they'd axed Batgirl and that was like a big deal oh, a yeah. few weeks ago well radical they're doing a bunch of cartoons and their animation division essentially because they're setting up to stream oh man because I know Harley Quinn season 3 is currently underway I think that one might have dodged the axe uh, the, the notable ones were Infinity Train and OKKO OK stuff like that got the axe and uh, oh shit Infinity Train was like it's it's, it's on my list yeah well, uh, um, okay well the creator of it has actually changed their Twitter profile and st- straight up tweeted great my cartoon can now only be viewed if it's pirated huh yeah well now there's no official media um, streaming source that uh, carries it now and also a bunch of people are pissed because they have like a hundred episodes in hand not of Infinity Train uh, of a different cartoon I believe but they were like yeah we actually have a hundred episodes to air what the fuck's going on yeah that's real weird like well here's the weird part again is apparently all of these companies and studios found out the same way we did by this tweet yeah so odd like the, the from my point of view the really weird thing is essentially all this content has already been paid for. Anything that's already been produced has, like, by definition already been paid for because everyone who's been producing it has already been paid. Um, It's just so mystifying that they're essentially leaving money on the table by choosing to discard it. Well, okay, I get what you're saying, but I, I think... I, I, you're technically correct. However, you do have to pay on, on server end and whatnot to run a streaming site, and I guess they're looking at this content and going, no one's going to want to stream this, so fuck it. Yeah. Which is incorrect, there's plenty of people who will stream it. Oh, totally. Us, for instance. <laughs> like, most of what we do is cartoons. <laughs> um, but yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, that's it for the news. Uh, we've gone very long today. I'm not going to apologise. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, today we're doing more Halluva Boss. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's very interesting how the uh, how the turns have tabled, eh? Yeah, I've managed to avoid this episode until now. Um, I probably would have watched it between you suggesting it and now if uh, you hadn't have suggested saving it for today. So, yeah, if you want to watch along with us at home, it's Hell of a Boss, The Circus, Season 2, Episode 1. Three, two, one, and go. I don't know about you, Rick, but my closed captions just say foreign.
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got the closed captions on in auto-generated English. And now we've got music. Oh, by the way, Baby Stolas is the cutest motherfucker ever. Oh, he is as well, isn't he? Now, I do have a favourite joke in this episode, and I will point it out when it happens, because it's very early on. Okie doke. Don't you just want to pet him? Yeah, you do. Oh, look at his eyes! Yeah. Oh, here's a fun one. This motherfucker's voiced by Jafar. Is he? Yeah, the dad. <laughs> Just casual swearing around children makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, it's worse than that. It's the the content of it. Which one is this from? There's so fucking many. <laughs> <laughs> Which begs the question... You haven't seen that bit, so I'm going to shut up. I'm aware that the brother is part of this season. <laughs> I'm I'm almost worried to talk so Rick doesn't miss jokes. Hmm. Because I've got to be honest with you, this this episode very plot heavy. Yeah, it's pretty lore thick. This is my favourite joke. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I just, I absolutely, I've rewatched this clip so many times of Baby Stolas breaking out into tears. And I'm about to cease this bitch crying. <laughs> it's um, it's very interesting because Stolas's father is clearly a prick. Yes. However, it is oddly sweet that he is trying to comfort him. To a degree. How can you smell through a mirror? Uh, with effort. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like if he's got so many kids, right? Why the fuck does he need Stolas to make a precautionary air? Uh, I think they're all making precautionary airs. It's bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I love how um, you can't have swears in the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever there's a swear word in the subtitle, they just put uh, parentheses and an underline. <laughs> it's um, very interesting that Blitz does not have a uh, a white... I, I assume it must be a scar, then. Yeah, the splat on his face. Either that or he's got vitiligo. Maybe, but... Doubt it. Listen, I ain't gonna lie, a horse is not the hardest one to make. It's not. It's not. Although, the easiest one to make is a snake. <laughs> uh, one of my favourite ones, jokes on some cartoon I watched was, um, Hey, little boy, what balloon animal do you want? It's like, I want a pony. You're getting a sword. <laughs> <laughs> that said, um... There was once a balloon animal artist that came to a Chili's that I was having some food out at one point. And? And um, someone decided, okay, um, be a little bit of a 
Joker and say, like, oh, I'll make a snake. So he made a massive fucking cobra with like the, the flared out, um, the flared out ears, for want of a better term. Man, my, my cool. mind is truly broken because when I w- hear the word flared, my brain does not go to cobra. Oh, oh, no, no, it goes to horsecock. It's fine. <laughs> it is not fine. <laughs> I mean, that exists. Now, you see, he doesn't need to do this. Yeah. It's still fucked it's up, actually, but, you know. It's, it's fucked up, but it's kind of in a, um, it's kind of sweet in a way, you know? And then he ruins it a little bit, but, you know. Mm. Uh, interesting to note that the O isn't silent yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was even a point in the regular one, wasn't it? Like, in in, the, in season one, people call him Blitzo, and he just sort of goes, it's Blitz now, even though it's spelt the same. Well, it's in it's in the very first episode. Yeah, name's Blitz. The O is silent. Yep. I am dead curious to see in future episodes what the fuck schism happened between these two. Good old Fizzaroli. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, because they fucking hate each other in season one when they see each other. Hmm. I, I know kids drift apart, but considering this is very demonic and hellish... And Blitz just fucks up every relationship he's in. Hmm. Kind of cute though. <laughs> Keep talking about pirates. I will punch you. Dude, even Little Fizz is cute. I think someone pointed out in the comments at one point that they got actual kid voice actors for them. Yeah. Which you can you you can tell usually. Because otherwise mm. it's like, well, what's the fucking old joke? It's an old granny. Yeah, yeah. It's either an old granny or... Uh, <laughs> or you can feel the kid voice actor growing old and going through puberty as they go along. Hello, Sora. <laughs> that is not how I would have spelt Goetia. Yeah. Man, um, sorry. Just a bit of a... Bit of a... A bit of a note here. Doesn't this make fucking Blitz literally a whore all his life? Yes. Man, his dad's a piece of shit. Yep. Wow, that uh, the implication is uh, is sinister. Yo, yeah, it definitely is. Oh boy, oh boy, man! All you need to see is that oh, cute child blushing, Stolas. Um, but yeah, uh, all you need to see is the fucking tight grip he had on Blitz's arm. Hmm. I'm Blizzard, says the <laughs> says the subtitles. <laughs> he also says he bows her to us, idiot. <laughs> I love how his dad thinks he's so great at, and I quote, daddying. Hmm.
Aww. I do just want to give Baby Stolas a hug, because he fucking needs one. Hmm. Well, he, like, you can see kind of the moment where Baby Stolas is falling in love. Yeah, it's moment one when he blushes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, fuck, I've just realised. Literally the entire, even when they were kids and first met, Blitz has just been fucking using this rich prick. Hmm. <laughs> An imp game, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the fucking play on the fucking usual theme. Yeah, yeah. I also love how Stolas is struggling to keep up. Hmm. Oh, man. Is that just a straight-up fucking T-Rex skull? No, it's not quite a T-Rex skull, but... Oh, well, it's gone now. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> well, this is like a literal bag of holding. Yeah. See, Nibs, this is why you can't put missiles in it. <laughs> Go steal the chandelier. It's larger than the bag. I think they're just going to take the little glass bits. Yeah. Oh yeah, just one little glass bit off the end. <laughs> the trick to thievery is uh, making it hard to see that you've been robbed. Yeah. Which is kind of actually a moot point at this point, considering they literally looted the whole room, but whatever. Oh, totally, totally. Man, is it not kind of magical how good of a father both Blitz and Stolas ends up being? Yeah, it's one of those where becoming a good person in spite of your upbringing... Blitz is not a is... good person. Oh, no, 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 no. But good at the one thing that we was shitty to you in your upbringing. Mm. Like, it's not only a... Um, a trope that I enjoy seeing in fiction. It's also something that I've seen happen in real life as well. My ideal end scenario for these two characters is Blitz fucking realises he's a toxic shit when it comes to, you know, intimate relationships. Has a, mm -hmm. has a bit of a change so that he's not a complete and utter arsehole to Stolas. And then the pair become the best ever gay dads to Luna and Octavia. Because come to think Aww. of it, Octavia and Luna have very similar personalities. Yeah. <laughs> like, Luna being a big sister is actually a pretty good endgame for her. Mm-hmm. Like, because she doesn't really have any responsibilities at all. And actually having someone to take under her proverbial wing, even though she's not the one with wings, is, uh, is actually a, a pretty good character arc. Sure. I don't think he did. I think um, I think that's just how Stolas talks. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those annoying <laughs> things that you have to pick up on, especially if you're British. 
Yeah, are you sarcastic or just British? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so interesting to note, we know Stolas is at least 30-odd. Yeah. God, I hate that effect in cartoons. The fucking eyelid thing, it freaks me out. Yeah, it's like, you can do it yourself, but it doesn't go anywhere near that degree of um, slapstick, as it were. Oh, hey, Blitz. So just for some, con- some context, this is uh, this is still in the past. Is it? Okay. Yeah, because I didn't know that until you see a certain thing happen. Oh, yeah, being married. Okay. I just... Oh, listen, I know I shouldn't find it as funny as I do, but I always love how casual Stolas is when Stella's being a proper cunt. Yeah. <laughs> And she clearly fucking does that to piss him off by not saying his name properly. Yeah, Stolas. <laughs> I love that Stolas fucking still dressed up for his wife's party, even though he clearly doesn't give a shit. Hmm. Gee, I wonder why Stolas doesn't like her. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where I am convinced that she has fucking cheated on him. Absolutely. And uh, they'll bring it up at the end of the episode, but the the character is just has to be purposefully designed to enraged, uh, to be enraging. Mm. That's fucked. (laughs) Bring me all of the absinthe, and it's a whole. It's one bottle. I mean, for a lot of, like, not organisations, for a lot of establishments, that is all the absence that you would have. Mm, I guess, but it's hell. Well, look at one of them being, wagging his tail at how good of a job he's done. Yeah. Oh, the Wattweiler's like, man, I wanted to play with him like a toy. Chew toy. Mm. So he's already got his scar slash vitiligo or whatever happened to him. It has to be a scar, right? So it would seem. Look how happy he is with Octavia. Yeah. Now, it actually adds a bit of um, context to this entire thing happening because he's already clearly shit-faced. Hmm. Oh, okay, so he does remember him. Yeah. He's very good at being uh, sultry, isn't he? Hmm. (laughs) That's a statement. (laughs) Yeah. No, I kill people, not demons. Oh, 
Oh, Stola started something he wasn't ready for, bless. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody has had at least one experience, like, not quite this extreme, but where they've been, like, playfully, like, saying words, and then they weren't expecting the playfulness back, and they're like, oh, shit, I did not yeah, plan for yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's where Dorky flirt, and then uh, the next the next panel is panic. <laughs> All of his aggressive sexual acts are a cover. Hmm. <laughs> That's a fucking distraction. This really does imply that um, both of the, uh, well, even Stella was only using the uh, no, fucking him because she was contractually obliged yes yes exactly exactly like she pretends even at this point that is the least subtle imagery I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> Try to neck snap him, but he can't because he's an owl. <laughs> that was a cheer, fucking worthy of bison. Yeah. Yes. Yes. See, see, I find this so fucking interesting because Blitz even says in the very first episode, "If I didn't fuck that rich arsehole, uh, I would yep. never have got the book." And <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I forgot so about that. We knew that it was. <laughs> I think this is the first time Stolas has ever done anything against Stella's wishes. Yep, yep. I also do like the idea that um, his top eyes are always open. It's a bit unnerving, but I get you. So even when his uh, his bottom eyes are... Oh no, they, they close there. But like, when he... Look at this bitch dressed like a slutty vampire, sorry. <laughs> I think this is implied to be the literally the morning after the incident from ep the last episode of season one. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe... Oh, fuck. I think scrolling through those pictures gave him that fucking little bit of realisation that maybe Blitz isn't as into him as he thinks. Hmm. I, oh, God. I've not had a... Ch By the way, I re uh, because I had to edit together our uh, episode in hand for the Huluva pilot, Um, it was very um, cringe-inducing of, uh, <laughs> of me going, I don't know what his name is, but my MVP award goes to the boss imp. <laughs> um, I'm screaming as I'm editing Blitz, his name is Blitz, you bitch <laughs> uh, But yeah, we man. didn't get one in the first episode But man, the songs are top notch in this series Oh yeah, totally, totally Man, Stolas' voice actor's got some pipes Assuming it's the same Because well, uh, it's, okay. it's not uncommon for a singing voice uh, To be different to the you know, voice actor. But it does sound the and same, sometimes, to be fair. And sometimes that's even true when the voice actor can sing, but they're just not in a convenient place. Yeah. 
Well, case like, Tara Strong can sing. I, I was actually going to point to um, like The Lion King when. Um, well, this is important, so I'm going to shut up. So he's been threatening divorce for this long. Man, is she even more of a heel in this episode than the one where she literally hired <laughs> the sniper? Well, I, I, I generally felt like uh, talking over any of that would have been a huge disservice. But, um, yeah, like, absolute cunt. No redeeming qualities. Yeah, like, <laughs> I think the only redeeming quality she has is a freaking good design. <laughs> it's not enough. Um... Here's the thing, um, the 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 thing that really drives home how fucking awful she is, is I'm convinced that that is not the first time she has raised her hand, but I am convinced that's the first time Stolas has stopped her. Yes, yes. And if that's In the body language, if that's not too real for people, congratulations, you've had a very blissful life. Yeah, yeah, because uh, abuse goes both ways. It does, and I've. It almost made me want to cry the first time I heard uh, Stolas break down straight up. Like, if I hurt you, I could understand, but we both know I didn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, he knows he means nothing to her. Like, less than nothing. Yeah. Like, the only reason... Stolas even... Uh, not Stolas, sorry. Stella even said it herself. The only reason she's still around is because she enjoys seeing Stolas writhe in pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, fuck, we saw it from the very first image when she was a child. She was gleefully... I've, it was unclear if it was demons or just toys. I've paused the image and it's still unclear. But she is a fucking sadist. Yeah, totally, totally. Which is kind of weird because when you think about it, sexually speaking, these two are probably perfect for each other if they indulged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, she takes it too far. 
lot. And yeah. I don't think anyone can cheer spousal abuse. No, no, no. It, um, I think the closest thing you can get is cheering when it goes the other way for once. And even then, you shouldn't be cheering for it. it it's it's very interesting because we see more and more cartoons tackle it these days of, um, of the woman abusing the man. Because let's be real, even in real life, nine times out of ten, it's the other way around. <laughs> but uh, I think the reason why it gets more attention in, in real life when a man does it to a woman is usually when a man does it to a woman it ends with burying them in a shallow grave and here's the problem it's not always the first time that ends with the shallow grave like it's it's always the culmination of basically the latter half of someone's life uh, just ends ends in going too far this one time it's a slippery slope yeah and yeah. Uh, there are many instances of people looking at other scenarios that are potentially close to their own and going well that won't happen to me oh yeah yeah uh, on that surprisingly real note Rick what do you think of the episode it was a good episode the um, the only thing that I think we're missing is the one in between so the um, the actual finale of the last season uh, but I think this was a good way to sidestep that yeah it gives a, gives us a focus on um, not only the past but also at the end the present yeah absolutely man. of um, what Stolas is doing how he's been dealing with uh, the fallout of the um, the end of uh, season one I mean I've um I've always been on record as being don't cheat it's very easy not to cheat oh yeah totally 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 however they have like it was already pretty obvious that he was in a loveless marriage but uh, and it was also obvious that it was a arranged marriage that he probably couldn't get out of easily um but you know they really hammered home in this episode why Stolas needed not it's not even emotional intimacy he's getting from Blitz we know that it's just physical yeah 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 like even in their first meetings it was just any kind of attention fun and just treating like a human being well not a human being you know what I mean like treating like a person yeah 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah what do you think I thought it was a great episode mm. uh, nowhere near as uh, funny as other episodes but they also couldn't afford it to be yeah true true I get you like there's I think like the first eight minutes and then after that everything's relatively serious uh, you, you get a bit of uh, levity when uh, Blitz is trying to not fuck but fuck Stolas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know yeah, that was a f- apart from that it's all pretty serious yeah totally um, I can see them doing like a little bit of the Netflix itis where they um, they solve the issue in a couple of episodes and then go back to fun times. But that's fine because this thing is not a big multi-fucking-thousand-dollar project, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Netflix has no excuse. Oh, no. <laughs> but this is funded pretty much exclusively by Patreon and people buying merch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, overall good episode. I think we both agree on that. But there is a very important question to ask, as ever. Rick, favourite moment? Favourite moment was... If you don't say the song, then you've not been watching it. Um, and I'm going to have to re-watch it to have the song on its own again. It is very disappointing that, or kind of fitting actually, that Stella even ruins our fun. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, how about you? What was your favourite moment? Yeah, I'm going to disagree because I even said it in the episode. I've rewatched it so many times and that is Kid Stolas bursting into tears at the sight of Kid Stella. Yeah. I, f- <laughs> I know I shouldn't laugh at a child crying, but it is so goddamn funny. Yeah, I think the funniest part of that, um, that interaction is that they couldn't even find a single picture of Stella to show where she wasn't being a violent bitch. Mm, mm. <laughs> it also helps that uh, Papa Paimon, I think it's meant to be Paimon. Uh, yeah, I think it is Paimon, yeah. Um, ceases with oh that is a disgusting noise cease this bitch crying 
<laughs> it's just all around great. Um, but yes, we can't only talk about the good. We do have to dwell on the negative, even when it's hard to find them. So to that end, Rick, do you have a weakest link for me, buddy? Um, it's an it's an annoying one. The weakest link is technically positive for the story, but it's the uncomfortableness of Stella's treatment of Stolas. It's played incredibly well. Yeah, it's it's played masterfully. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, good. It's meant to. Yeah, because I've got to be honest with you. Until Stella raised her hand, I just thought she was a cunt, but it did, never made me feel uncomfortable because, hey, fuck it, they're demons. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they've been trying, well, Stolas has been trying to divorce her for all this time. And well, it's, it's, now... it's implied to only have been a couple of months at most, the actual divorcing yeah. process. You'll bear in mind that divorce. But then again, the divorce thing happened way before it began. Never mind, ignore me. It might have been a year, maybe tops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what was your weakest link? I don't really know. It. <laughs> Uh, it's always uh, it's always a pleasure when the weakest link is the hard part to pinpoint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I think you hit the nail on the head a bit. Look, the weakest link is something that couldn't be avoided, and that is we never got an official part two to the finale of the last season. However, this is a good substitute. Yeah, yeah, it's a good sidestep. Um, like we might be able to deal with the fallout properly in the series proper going forward, and having the time off and not knowing the immediate. Um, um, the immediate happenings thereafter is actually kind of fitting, you know what I mean? Absolutely, and I'm hoping that Vizzy Pop has done a bit of a sneaky on us, and uh, mm. you know how Has Been Hotel was meant to be the continuative plot, and this was meant to be uh, indiv- uh, individual episodes, and you can watch them in any order and not give a fuck? Yeah. It would be very nice if they're doing a sneaky transition so that uh, Halluva Boss is also going to be plot going forward. Yeah, yeah, so it would seem, like, it definitely seems this way. Yeah, absolutely. But, there is one final question to ask, and a gotta be honest with you it's slim pickings and I'm pretty sure we're going to pick the same character but nonetheless I shall ask Rick MVP it's going to be Stolas like he was my favourite moment uh, he was involved in the weakest link <laughs> And it was his episode. Like, even people on in the YouTube comments, even people that are decrying the episode are still focused on Stolen. But yeah, there's not a lot more I can say about it without taking away from who I assume is going to be your MVP. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Stolas is the MVP with an honourable mention to his VA. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I didn't catch in the credits whether there was a separate voice actor for the singing voice. I um, don't think there was. However, one of the few downsides with um, Halluva Boss is the credits go by incredibly quick and because we're on a react format we can't pause yeah yeah absolutely but yeah even if he wasn't the one singing i don't care his voice performance was masterful he um it's not often we get him sounding so sad and his fucking monologue at the end hits home mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah i can sing the praises of halufa boss all day every day and i probably will but we do need to end this podcast so if you're watching on youtube we have a comment section down below please leave us a comment let us know what you thought of the episode hell give us some suggestions for future episodes we are listening However, no one ever seems to, so fuck it, I guess. Anyway, uh, on that pleasant <laughs> note, uh, we do realise we're not only on YouTube, we do also have our audio version of the show. If you're listening via that, we do have an email. What is said email, Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Absolutely. And yeah, join us again next week, guys, for more Nonsense Review. Bye-bye. Bye.